0: <laughs> James Crute, if you're not excited by that, he'll tell you what you should be viewing. Good morning, James.
1: Good morning, Catherine. How James
0: are you? is Stuff's Stuff to Watch editor, and I'm looking forward to NIAID popping up on Netflix from Friday, I think, in part because Annette Bening is playing this quite feisty one presumes feisty certainly very determined character introduce us to diane and Niad, please
1: yeah sure now she was a sportswoman who i certainly didn't know a lot about and probably most new zealanders uh, although there was a time when we were into um um marathon swimming as absolutely
0: well, which, i mean you know Monique, crossing I'm, the I'm gonna have to google now
1: crossing the cook Strait, philip rush and all those kind That's of right. people was it um yeah But uh, Diana Nyad was mainly famous quite some time ago for, for tackling these sort of dangerous, treacherous waters around America in particular. But she always had one goal, which was to try and swim from Cuba to the Florida Keys. It's about 110 miles, but of course one of the major issues with that is that the currents are just so unpredictable. So, you know, one minute you could be fine, and then suddenly you're being swept away towards Africa or, or something crazy like that. I mean, it was just so... Also, it had sharks, jellyfish, Portuguese man-of-war, so it was, you know, pretty dangerous. And she made an attempt when she was about 28... Um, it didn't go well. I think she got less than halfway when she had to be pulled out of the water, nearly lost her life on that occasion. Became a sort of semi-famous broadcaster on the ABC Wide World of Sports, but at age 60 she felt like she was in a rut. So she decided, why not have another crack? Um, And so this sort of details the four or five years and the numerous attempts that she made to try and crack this distance and to get the you know kind of perfect weather that it would get her there. Now the two direct behind this film are most famous for two documentaries, one on Alex Honnold, the uh, free solo um, climber, um, and the other one that they did was on the rescue, which was on the Thai thai cave rescue. Probably the best one that there's been was the one that was on, um, I'm trying to think now, it was on National Geographic slash Disney+. Um, But this sort of takes existing footage um, and... Uh, builds around it a a biopic, if you like, starring Annette Bening, who's quite brilliant. Jodie Foster, who we haven't seen for some time, plays her uh, support woman, if you like, Bonnie Stott, who was a racquetball champion herself, but she sort of drafted her in to coach her. Um, And it's just the interplay between those two in particular, which is, I think, striking. Uh, I think in the upcoming awards season, both of them could well be nominated. This might finally be Bening's year. I haven't... Heard of that many other performances so far? I guess there's the Priscilla Presley movie and a few others, but I think definitely um, just in terms of scenery chewing and an, a character who's complex, unlikable, but you know, the, the, there's more layers than you initially see. I think Benning just brings her to life amazingly. She's not a perfect physical match, but she doesn't need to be. It's her sense of the character which I think really comes through here
0: was Meta McKenzie, was the one I was trying
1: to think That's pick up the, in the one, 80s. yes.
0: But the thing about this is, it's not just about I trained, I swam. Uh, it was her age. Yeah. It was. she. she I, I, is it spoiler alert to say that she goes through some quite extreme.
1: Well, one of the things she is, she has a competitor. At one stage, someone else decides to do it, it who's half her age, who then hilariously, uh, and this isn't a huge spoiler, I mean, it's also on the record, um, gave up after about 20 miles in and said, oh, no one can do this. That just gave Diana even more motivation to yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay,
0: so it didn't disappoint. It's always a worry no. when you when you see something like this, you think, this looks like a great story, and then it disappoints. Uh, I was pretty excited to see Annette Benning playing Um uh, any character, really, but uh, we'll look forward to that. Uh, now, fingernails—change uh, yes. name
1: for a—and <laughs> uh, and it's, it's not fingernails to on the blackboard. To try and try and explain it to you. Um, I, maybe I'll go oblique in terms of this. Look, it's a, it's a sci-fi sort of romantic thriller. It's set in an alternative world where couples. Uh, are matched, and they take a test to see if they're really in love. Um, this was uh, conducted five years before the events of this movie takes place um, in in response to people not falling in love enough. But it had an 87% failure rate in terms of people not matching. Um, so it kind of had a bad effect on people's psyches, and there were these institutes that sprung up as a result to try and help couples Bond, so that they can pass this test. Uh, Jessie Buckley is the main star of this. She's a fantastic actress. She started out as like a talent show contestant, but really she's just been an amazing actor uh, in films like Women Talking. She was in the last season of Fargo. Um, she was. She's in a brilliant film with Olivia Coleman that was on as part of the British and Irish Film Festival called Wicked Little Letters. She's just impressive in everything she does, and she brings this character to life is this woman who's matched with her partner played by the beers Jeremy Ellen White but she's still not entirely sure that she's completely happy. She's just lost her job as a teacher but rather than trying to find another teaching job she sees that there's an opening at one of these institutes and decides to go for that just so she can learn a little bit more about the programs that they offer and perhaps bring some of that back to her life. But she meets uh, uh, one of her tutors played by Riz Riz Ahmed and she sort of starts developing feelings for him and begins to wonder, can I be in love with two people at the same time? And that's kind of the conundrum of this movie. Um, it's it's not a kind of empty-headed rom-com. It has some weighty ideas behind it. Um, it's also kind of in that sort of lo-fi Michael, Gond- Michael Gondry, so the eternal sun, uh, sunshine of the spotless mind. Uh, also Jorgos Lanthimos, the lobster is another touchstone. And I also got the feeling it's a bit like Apple's series Severance. You know, there's this kind of very low-tech Sci-fi. It feels like it's from about thirty years ago. In fact, forty years ago. The soundtrack is a whole lot of hits, like from Bonnie Tyler um, and others from the early '80s. So it's it, it kind of is a bit disorientating in terms of its time period. But stick with it because uh, you know there's just something about it which which is a, a little bit quirky and a little bit more compelling than some of the other stories we've had on this idea of. Uh, AI or computing being able to match make or or biology being able to match. Alrighty.
0: Fingernails is on Apple T V plus from tomorrow. Now the Gilded Age, I think it's up to season two on Neon and Soho. It's something that I should be into but I I found it a bit slow moving. I think I might have another go with the second series.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. It is a little slow movie. It's, I mean, it's designed as sort of the American counterpart to Downton. It's got Julian Fellows as the man behind it. It's set in the 1880s in New York. So it has that kind of Age of Innocent Edith Wharton kind of thing about it as well. Um Look, I think this is if you like your Broadway actors playing very sort of societal, almost you know what would normally be English characters, then then I think you'll get a kick out of it. Christine Baranski is absolutely wonderful in this. Um, Cynthia Nixon is quite brilliant as as her sister. They play the sort of two matriarchs of the story, two very different personalities. He said, uh, he says, um, and they also. Uh, there's this kind of war going on between old money and new money. And I think that did t- take a while to sort of coalesce in the first season, but it's very much front and centre now. And and it's mainly a war for the cultural soul of New York as the Met Opera starts up, up against the... Uh, uh, New York, well, I can't remember Symposium, it's, it's this sort of music society that always existed and so there's this kind of battle going on um, there are real life characters as part of this as well as the, the fictional drama that goes on, there's a bit more of the kind of upstairs, downstairs uh, thing going on here, we get a bit more about the staff of the two various houses which are across the street from one another I, I just love the cast, and and I just love the sensibility. In some ways, it feels more like Anne of Green Gables or The Road to Avonlea than... It's oh, that's disappointing. Uh, I'd like I, a bit no, more succession. Well, yeah. um,
0: just a minute yeah. and a half left for Cat Person. Yeah. Good old day, on Neon and Soho now. Cat Person's in cinemas from today.
1: Yeah, this is an odd one. Um, it's based on a New Yorker article which went viral all about a young woman who got into a relationship with an older man. Um, it takes that basic premise and turns it into a bit of a thriller slash slasher. It's three quarters of a great movie, and then it sort of deviates from the, uh, I think, the, the shock ending of the article or the or the low-key shock ending, which kind of had more resonance. This just goes full-on 90s slasher psycho, and it's just kind of, uh, did we really need that? It's got a good cast. It's got Amelia Jones. It's got Nicholas Braun from Succession, and it's got Geraldine uh, Vishwanathan, who's a great young actor originally from Australia. But I don't know, if you love the article, you probably walk out quarter of an hour early, maybe? I don't know. Um, Yeah, it just kind of left me a little disappointed that it had to go big when the whole point of the article that it was kind of understated and just sort of, you know, had a sting in its tail, this sting is just more a full-on fire sort of stuff.
0: Thank you. And James Crute has reviewed Cat Person, which is in cinemas today, The Gilded Age on Neon and Soho Now, Fingernails on Apple TV Plus from Tomorrow, and NIAD on Netflix from Tomorrow.